Avoiding unnecessary stress is the subject today. And today you will get loads of ideas how you are able to avoid unnecessary stress. And one I love most, and I will mention it first, is saying no. But when you say no, don't forget to say yes where it's appropriate. To know your limits and stick to them shows the other person that you're not willing to burn out. And therefore, it is so important to set boundaries. The second point is avoiding people who stress you out. Limit the amount of time you spend with that person. That is the tip. If you can't get, so to say, rid of that person or end the relationship. So that means when your boss is stressing you out on a regular basis, of course, you can't just go. So... Limit the amount of time you spend with him or her. Take control of your environment. I'm fully aware that you can't change everything in your environment and especially you can't change the other person. The only person you can really change is yourself, but I'm coming to that later. Traffic makes you tense and it does many people it's just an example here take a longer but less traveled route take a route where you can cruise where you can relax where you can enjoy the drive without being stressed if you don't like to go to a market and feel it's unpleasant why don't you shop online But if you've got anxiety, please face the supermarket. It's so important for you. Um, Even though you don't like it, you hate it, so to say, because it makes you anxious. But it's so important because if you don't face it with a psychologist or a psychotherapist, You will never get rid of it or it will never reduce. And therefore, just when you don't feel like it and you are not having anxiety, you don't need to go to the supermarket. Take your shopping online. Avoid hot bottom topics. If you get upset over religion or politics, Cross them off your conversation list. Why are you going into politics if you don't like the subject and if it is making you angry, perhaps even helpless, overwhelmed? So avoid the topic, change the topic if somebody else is coming and wants to have a talk about politics. And another thing is repeatedly argue about the same subject with some pe- the same person. 
I don't argue with my mother-in-law, but she's keeping telling old stories over and over again. She's not really in the present, she's in the past. And it's something to do, of course, with her age. But I'm really trying to minimise the time I need to spend with her. Because it's so boring, to be honest. If she's unlucky, I'm even going to sleep. And I don't think that's a good option. Part down to your to-do list. Analyse your schedule, responsibilities and daily tasks. If you are overwhelmed with your to-do list, there is another way to do it. I don't know if you've heard of the Eisenhower principle, but you distinguish between what is urgent and important. What is important and not urgent, what is urgent and not important, and what is not urgent and not important. The fourth quarter I just mentioned not and not, you might as well forget. You don't really do anything. You just throw it away. Um, the urgent things you do first. That's your absolute priority. And then you go for the second quarter, the important thing. And that's a bit like a reward. But really busy people, when they filled their Eisenhower table go through it again so they move things from urgent to anywhere else. It might even that it's been delegated. And so they do it as long as they have to, to make sure <coughs> they are just having enough they can handle. So don't be afraid to do the Eisenhower principle a few times. So when you have, well, tried out these things, you might start with altering your situation. And that means express your feelings instead of bottling them up. If someone is bothering you, communicate your concerns in an open and respectful way. That might be a bit difficult and tricky at times, but you can train it. You can learn by exercising. And to know all this thing, these things won't help you to reduce your stress level you have to get into action. If you don't voice your feelings, resentment will build. And that's what we don't want. So try to alter the situation. And if you and the other person are moving a little bit closer to each other's um, point of view, then you might already be less stressed. And that's just this next 
point as well. Be willing to compromise. That's what I just mentioned. When you ask somebody to change their behaviour, be willing to do the same. <clears throat> if you both are willing to bend just a little bit, you'll have a good chance to find a happy middle ground. And that's what I mentioned before. Be more assertive. Don't take a back seat in your life. <clears throat> Deal with problems head on. Doing your best to anticipate and prevent them. We call, also call it proactive action. So take action. Don't be an observer of your life. Try things out, make mistakes and learn from them. And as mentioned before, set boundaries. So if you've got a chatty roommate and this person has just come home, say up front that you only have five minutes to talk. Find balance. All work, no play is absolutely a receipt for burnout. So make sure you are playing, you are um, calming down, you're relaxing. And then, of course, you've got times where you work really hard. So balance between work and family life, social activities, solidarity pursuits, daily responsibility and downtime. <clears throat> These are the things you can alter in a situation. But there are things you cannot change. And now I will tell you a bit what you can do there. Don't try to control the uncontrollable. Many things in life are beyond your control. Particularly the behaviour of other people. And that's what I mentioned before. Other people you can't control, you can't only, you can really only change yourself. Rather than stressing out over them, focus on the things you can control, such as the way you choose to react to problems. That is you. And do you want to stay passive or are you going to be more pro uh, proactive? The more passive you are, the more you will be stressed out. Look at the upside. When facing major challenges, try to look at them as an opportunity for personal growth. Don't see it as a problem, see it as a challenge. If you're own poor choices contributed to a stressful situation. Reflect on them and learn from your mistakes. Learn to forgive. Accept the fact that we live in an imperfect world and that people make mistakes. There is nobody who is perfect, even though we or many are striving to perfectionism. 
but that costs loads of energy. Let go of anger and resentment. Free yourself from negative energy by forgiving and, very important, moving on. I often have a feeling people are stuck in a situation they are want to forgive, but they forget to move on. But being in the present, that's the only moment you can change. You can't foresee the future or can change it now, and you can't change the past. So why do you dwell in the past and why are you worrying about the future? The only moment you can change is now. Share your feelings. Expressing what's, what you're going through can be very cathartic. Even if there's nothing you can do to alter the stressful situation. Talk to a trusted friend and make an appointment or make an appointment with the therapist. So, adapt to the stressor. Not always you can escape a situation. Imagine kids whose parents are alcoholics, but where are these kids are supposed to go. They don't have anywhere to go. So they adapt with the stressor. And resilient children, mostly 25 to 33% of the, a cohort, have learned to cope with the situation, a stressful situation like I call and being beaten up in a proactive way. And these are the children that when they are grown up, they have jobs, they found a family and are integrating into society. So what can you do to adapt to a stressor? You can reframe your problems. Try to view stressful situations from a positive perspective. These kids have learned to look and to search for help outside their family. They have looked for a supportive network and that's what you can do as well. Rather than fuming about a traffic jam, look at it as an opportunity to pause and regroup. Listen to your favourite radio station or podcast or enjoy some alone time. Look at the big picture. Take perspectives of the stressful situation. Ask yourself how important it will be in the long run. Will it matter in a month, a year? Is it really worth getting upset over it?
If the answer is no, focus your time and energy elsewhere. I just have a situation with somebody and she is demanding that I do things. She's demanding, demanding, demanding. And I had to set her really strong boundaries. And I am looking at the big picture now and... From here in a year, I hope I will never know her again. But at the moment, I have to work with her. <clears throat> so that is something I'm doing here, looking at the big picture. Adjust your standards. That is something which I find sometimes tricky. But it depends in which situation you are. Perfectionism is a major source of avoidable stress. That's what I mentioned before. Allow yourself mistakes. Stop setting yourself up for failure by demanding perfection. If you get disappointed all the time because you have such a high standard, you will be getting depressed as well. So, allow yourself to do mistakes. Set reasonable standards for yourself and others and learn to be okay with good enough. 80% is what you should reach. 20% you don't need to reach. Practice gratitude. When stress is getting you down, take a moment to reflect on all the things you appreciate in your life. And look at your own qualities and gifts. And I tell you, they do exist. <laughs>